Welcome everybody to episode 19. Actually, we we recorded this and the computer that's supposed to be recording crashed, and we lost everything. So this is the second recording of episode 19. <laughs> I have Chris Cotts with me, and probably said his last name wrong. And we also have Simon. Um, today we'll talk a little bit about freelancing and. First, we want to know a little bit about Chris. So, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, uh, my second name is uh, is Kaut because uh, Kotz is uh, uh, Dutch for uh, uh, vomit. So, ah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Contrary to, contrary to popular b belief, my name isn't Chris Vomit, but uh, Chris Kaut. Chris Kaut. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, 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 I'm a freelancer. I do uh, illustration work and uh, also uh, uh, 3D work. I heard you're a big fan of Poser in the day. <laughs> you want to ruin my reputation from the word go. No, it, uh, uh, it started off with uh, uh, Poser was the uh, first, uh, um, first contact with uh, uh, 3D uh, graphics and used to use it for, uh, um, for setting up uh, uh, models for illustrations. This was uh, uh, handier to uh, uh, to render out a, a poser pose than it was to uh, go and take photographs of uh, uh, live models in the middle of the night for a cheap job or something like that. And then after poser, you got into uh, Raydream and Bryce and all the other shiny stuff. What uh, exactly is Raydream? I've never heard of it before. Well, in, in, those, uh, in, in those days, I, I'm not sure, I haven't seen a version of uh, Poser for about, uh, I think, about seven years or something like that. So it's probably changed, but in those days, you couldn't really model anything in Poser. And uh, Raydream was, um, I'm not sure which company made it, but it, it, it was a modeling program, a poly modeling program. So you could, uh, you could actually uh, uh, take your Poser model into Raydream as an object or something like that, and then model stuff for it, and then take all that into uh, Bryce, and Bryce had a brilliant rendering engine, fantastic materials, and then you could uh, make uh, shiny, lovely pictures with your poser figure um, and uh, Raydream attributes in uh, Bryce. Because in those days, uh, Bryce, I think it's, is it view now? View is free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could could model, but um, it was with terrains and stuff like that, which is kind of an unhandy way of modeling. And actually, my first uh, uh, big job in 3D was a combination of uh, Bryce, Poser, and uh, uh, Raydream. Wow. Yes, but they're not used in industry, so we <laughs> don't use them anymore, do we? Nope. Only and also, everybody, everybody starts screaming when you mention the word preset, so... Well, presets, no. Yeah, the preset's kind of like a dirty word. I mean, uh, a, a poser is a preset uh, program, but actually when you start up uh, Max and you put a, uh, and you put a, a, a cube on the, in the viewport, cube is also a preset. So, But you change it to something else. Exactly. What are we arguing about? Presets aren't bad. Only people are bad. 
No, it depends how you use them. If you just use it directly. Yeah, there seems there seems to be a, a there's a lot of uh, a hype about it, and there's uh, lots of interesting threads where people scream at each other and stuff like that. It's uh, Poser is a really uh, useful program for uh, for uh, uh, quick stuff, which. Uh, uh, which has uh, low budget or something like that. M my opinion, if commercially, if you're going to do something commercially, use the easiest thing to get it done that looks the best. But yep. if you're going to do artistically, don't cheat. Might as well just enjoy it, and don't Level take the cheats. easy way out. <laughs> well, don't cheating is a a, a bad w word to use, but don't be lazy. You know, if yeah, you're going to yeah. do something artistic, put your heart into it. Don't just click a button and generate a. Veronica or Victoria model from Poser. See, uh, you, you mostly mostly people who use uh, the program. It's one of the most uh, abused programs uh, around because most people who use it uh, don't really have that much knowledge as far as uh, anatomy is concerned. And I saw once I saw in a, a CG, CG talk, I saw a, a fantastic uh, render of a Poser model, which is done really beautifully by uh, by someone who understood anatomy. Mostly, uh, if you render it, uh, render the thing out, and you uh, uh, you retouch the joints and correct stuff, you can have a really nice uh, you can have a really nice result. But uh, uh, people who use those programs mostly don't know very much about um, about uh, anatomy or uh, uh, what do you call it uh, uh, construction. Or so so you mostly get a, quite a nasty uh, product. But it's not the, it's not the fault of the program. Actually, I think like Poser, they they know it's a toy, and they they're marking it, marking marketing it like that because why the hell do Poser models have genitalia? <laughs> and and I, and I read that you can control the the males guys plugs if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but all aspects of the model can be blown right out of proportion. <laughs> You can have hours of fun with your friends. Things up in poser. Forget uh, about the plugs. Oh man, it's horrible. <laughs> no, but, but it's a, a really useful program. And uh, for instance, uh, uh, say, say a program like View, which has a fantastic render, render engine and, and beautiful uh, uh, terrains and magnificent uh, atmospheric effects. You can now have poser models running around, an animated uh, poser model running around inside it. This should be absolutely perfect for. Um, I don't know, uh, court case uh, animations and all sorts of stuff like that. So it's uh, it's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, with the uh, uh, with the uh, uh, those applications, except of course that uh, real CG artists make their own stuff from cubes. You know. I start from dots, man. Scratch. From vertex. From yeah. you start from the very first vertex. Exactly. Code yourself. Code your own engine. No. I make my own 3D programs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I make my own operating system. I went to Korea and went to the Intel factory and made my own processor. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> I programmed two artificial intelligence guys for the interview. No, I'm kidding. You're a, you're a god, Ollie. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're a god. No, I'm, I'm a dreamer. I'm on the floor now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a dreamer. There's a difference. <laughs> oh, you're poor. Yeah. Hey, all dreamers are poor. It sucks. It sucks. I noticed that if you want to be rich, you have to 
You have to be bad. Look at Bill Gates. He screwed over a bunch of people, and he's filthy rich. Yeah. He screwed over. He, he gave us Windows, didn't he? Uh, yeah, but I like Windows. Mm. I hate I hate the Mac OS. Hey, let's get into a Mac PC war. Simon, you take Mac. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like Mac. <laughs> Me either. Okay, we win. Oh, Dan, we can't we can't have a fight <laughs> if we all agreed. So we, we we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the perils of freelancing, weren't we? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, you, wanted, you you wanted to know how to start up in freelancing. How, how can I get filthy rich in freelancing? That's the question in everybody's mind. How do I drive? Make oh. models. Seriously. How do I drive that Porsche? Porsche. What did What did Simon say? Make pose models. I get so many requests. I'm like, oh, could you make me this skin for this pose model? I turn them down, but. Why? pay like 50 quid a go just for like some new haircut or something. Or it's easy money, man. It's easy I money. I want easy money. <laughs> but that's, you have to learn to swallow your pride, man. Yeah, but I can do bigger jobs for more money now. So. Simon, it's either poster or cute green furry caterpillars. Take your pick. Uh, we, 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 we lost all of that. We had the the joke, the the legion, the caterpillar legion of doom, which got yeah. lost. Yep, yep. Thank God. <laughs> Anyhow, you wanted to know how to st how to how to start off. Not, I mean, being rich is, is is the next step, right? But you want to know how to start being a freelancer. Yeah. And I told you, just uh, open the front door of your house, or run onto the street, and scream, "I'm a freelancer!" And there you are, a freelancer. But uh, uh, getting work is, uh, uh, is is another thing. So uh, it's the fun part. How does one get work in freelance? The big question I'm still asking myself after 18 years. <laughs> <coughs> how do you how do you get known? How do you get work? And uh, uh, what's the best way to do that? And uh, because things are, uh, are changing constantly. We uh, uh, get some I information, also on uh, CG talk from people who, who write in and say uh, it's incredible. Uh, after my first uh, couple of jobs, uh, uh, which which got used commercially, I'm uh, just uh, uh, inundated with work. And why is that? Because people like people, uh, the employers like people who have done commercial work before. Yes, they're nervous. They're all nervous and. Uh, they, t most most people in uh, huge companies are terrified of making mistakes and getting stung themselves by uh, uh, freaky dweeby artists who uh, who uh, uh, deliver late or uh, deliver wrong file formats or or uh, make something totally different to the uh, to, to the briefing. So um, uh, it it ensures a, a sort of a, a trust. It means that uh, somebody has trusted you to make something. And it's being used, and usually it's not the most pretty thing in the world, but <laughs> it's a practical thing. So uh, the hardest thing is to get the first jobs, to, and to get them, uh, and to get them uh, um, used, and uh, to put those on your website. Doesn't matter how ugly they are. <laughs> if they're ugly, they'll be believable. We uh, all of us uh, uh, 3D artists are. Uh, Absolutely fascinated with uh, uh, making uh, uh, sharp, pointy stuff, which is useless for children, women, or amoebas. And uh, we do that because we push the envelope constantly. We're trying to uh, uh, impress other CG artists. Uh, we 
trying to get a little cold beaker on CG talk. <laughs> uh, everybody's after that. And um, uh, tend to forget that uh, uh, the viewing public is just getting used to uh, uh, to 3D. They are kind of a little bit further than the Toy Story uh, uh, phase of uh, looking at 3D. So what mostly gets used is um, is stuff which is uh, uh, not creepy. So, um, I, like I told, uh, uh, like I told uh, uh, Ollie uh, earlier, I was in uh, Amsterdam in, uh, at an agency uh, which uh, hires out uh, 3D artists. And the guy who talked to me said, uh, "Well, uh, I love your folio. You've got great quality, but it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really creepy." So for, uh, if I see one more alien, I'm going to throw up. He said, why can't you guys make cute little beep-beep cars uh, with uh, big eyes? And that's what they're kind of looking for. So if you want to be a success uh, in the ad uh, area, then uh, you should be making uh, cute furry caterpillars. That's, if you, after. that's how you get the Porsche, right? That's the first guy with the Porsche. He's I've got to say, my first three jobs, right, they were all making stereotypes like big robots, all of them. <laughs> it's kind of completely pointless. I can't use any of them now. <laughs> Actually, the thing I... Did you get paid for them, Simon? Yeah. You get paid for them? Yeah, good rate as well. Something like £30 an hour. Yeah, what was it for, for ads or for the game industry? Or? Um, for games and for movie, I think. Uh, okay. Oh, and movies? Yeah. So it was more than one polygon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Actually, as Chris was as Chris was saying before, it's all about the contacts. I had a I moved into this new neighborhood one time, and I had a friend, and then he had this friend who needed some three D work done, and he introduced us, and then those were my like first jobs. So the first job was like the city wants to make a motocross track, but they wanted a three D visualization on how it would look before they actually built it so I had to go and make the track and everything it's okay-ish the camera work was pretty bad because my friend did it but it was a cool experience the first job it's all about the contacts where does well, con it, well what you know what you notice is, uh, uh, is also that uh, uh, all my all the friends I have which is also totally wrong if you want to be a, a, a huge enormous success then make sure all your friends are uh, uh, in the industry but all my friends have absolutely nothing to do with industry there, uh, except except uh, one guy who's a printer. But there's a group of about eight guys, and uh, actually the, the, they're, they're getting used to it. The, they had absolutely no idea what uh, 3D was, and they thought I was some kind of space monkey, <laughs> which is really true. But um, they're, they're starting to get used to that, which means also, I think, awareness of uh, 3D. And what you can use it for is, uh, uh, is incredible. Not not only in industry itself, but also just just people around you. So uh, I'll, I'll be doing some uh, uh, some uh, uh, ninja ch uh, chick uh, in uh, uh, jujitsu uh, stances for uh, for a friend of mine who's uh, who's running some sort of sports school. But it, it's it's nice that these people uh, uh, are also becoming more aware of what uh, 3D can be used for. It's hard explaining how, what 3D is. I was really happy when somebody said Toy Story. I thought, wow, hey. <laughs> it's, it's easy to explain what it is. It's just hard to sound cool while doing it. 
No, actually, it's, oh, no, no, so, no, no, like, like, say, like <laughs> saying, okay, so you have vertices and polygons, and then you have textures, and oh, it's horrible, because you have to explain what a vertex is, what a polygon is, what a texture is, and... I tried to explain well, that to my place. girlfriend, she started crying. <laughs> I just tell them I do magic, and that's it. <laughs> And it's not a lie. It's the first. It's the first thing you said. That's that was been true, right? Nah, actually, I, sometimes I, I remember one time uh, I, I was explaining to this girl, and I didn't want to come off as a big nerd or a geek, so I just told her, I just pass out in front of my computer and drool on the keyboard. When I wake up, it's all done. And I left it yeah, at yeah. that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I probably should. The masterpiece button. Eh? Yeah, I just drool on the keyboard, and it's done. Pretty sure she believed me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, you know, an, a, another possibility for uh, 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 freelancers, which is often overlooked, is uh, is agencies. Ag agencies are really godsend. Uh, how do you? Take, uh, uh, how, how do you, you get into an agency? Yes. And what do they do Usually. for you? And how does it work? Exactly. I'd, I just started working for uh, for an agency I'd done some work for about ten years ago. It's an agency in uh, uh, Amsterdam, and um, oh no, uh, what they really? do is uh, 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 we, no, we lost that last sentence. Ah, you're you still there? Yeah. Yep. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I th I thought well, the computer uh, crashed what again. What agency does is. Uh, it could have. No, I don't want it to. Computer has uh, has developed taste. <laughs> Computer has developed taste. We have Simon Check for all this rubbish. We have Simon for good luck. Why my good luck? I don't know. As long as he leaves his plugs alone. <laughs> your plugs alone, Simon. Everything will run smoothly. I'm good. All right. Anyhow, anyhow, uh, 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 agencies. So uh, agency comes to, to you uh, uh, with work, uh, which is a huge part of the job. And uh, uh, they are uh, really good at uh, uh, client contact, so uh, uh, they can take a lot of that burden off too. They're uh, uh, terrific at uh, at getting the most information out of a client that's uh, possible to get and uh, to give it to you in terms which is understandable. And uh, they will uh, collect the money at the end of the job. Uh, which is uh, uh, another huge part of uh, the work. If you read a book by uh, uh, Harris, uh, Getting a Job in uh, Computer Animation, which is one of the best books I've ever read, I've disobeyed every rule the guy has, uh, the guy has uh, uh, written, so that's why I'm still poor, but I recommend it to everybody. <coughs> one thing he says about freelancing is that uh, uh, it's really amazing. You only have uh, actually 15 weeks in the year which you will be working uh, <laughs> full time. The rest of the time, you will be looking for work, uh, collecting uh, uh, money, um, updating your uh, uh, your system and your your hardware, and your software, and uh, learning how to use uh, uh, the new stuff, uh, bookkeeping, all sorts of stuff. So what an agency does is it charges about 25% of the job. They'll take 25% of it, but uh, in my opinion. Uh, Actually, 75% of uh, the work you do, only 25% of it is really uh, uh, the actual work, and the rest is all the stuff which, uh, which is uh, uh, on the peripherals.
So agencies are are really, really, really worth every cent. If you can get good in good with a, a reputable agency, and I'm not talking about people who email you uh, uh, stuff saying, we're going to represent you, and they send you to America or something <laughs> uh, for a rigging job when you're a texture guy. Uh, I'm talking about uh, uh, real reputable agencies in your area which, uh, uh, which, uh, uh, which are to be trusted. And they're really worth gold, those, uh, those uh, people. And uh, if it's an experienced agency, they'll look after you really well. What so that's something that's also something for freelancers, something which is often overlooked. What about outsourcer.com? Do you know anything? Bunch of bosses, I never got a job <laughs> yeah. from them. Never! Yeah. They've done nothing for me! <laughs> Actually, they did They did something really nicely for me. They uh, uh, they printed one of my crappy interviews, so uh, I'm eternally thankful to Simon for that. <laughs> I'm sure he's unbalanced, but. Uh, does doesn't make any difference. I'm still eternally grateful. The irony is, I've probably made more jobs off it than anyone else. <laughs> it's a good reason to do it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, quite a lot actually. You could Talking make an. Of, yep. You could make an outsourcer podcast announcing available artists, available jobs, stuff like that. That'd be interesting. I might do that. You could do that with me if you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. Have you heard of an agency called the Candy Lab? <laughs> Start in trust. It's candylab.co.uk. Nope. Sounds sweet. Just they emailed cool. me, wanting to represent me, which is strange. The Candy Lab. Yeah. Sounds like a drug operation. <laughs> the this Candy they've Lab. They've worked with Electronic Arts. Well, that's not good. Um, Nike US, Sony Entertainment, and. Top twenty UK advertising agencies. I don't know. Take a gamble. You want me to ask my magic eight ball if it's good or not? Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. I mean. Well, one thing. Ooh, one thing with uh, uh, with agencies. Yeah. Simon. You there, Simon? Yeah. More calling, awesome. Uh, one thing with agencies is you have uh, uh, this um, uh, this this thing where they. Uh, some of them uh, demand that uh, uh, every job you do, you do through them. Ah, that's a problem. <laughs> no, well, this is this, this, it's not so abnormal, and it's uh, it, it sounds kind of freaky, but um, the, the agencies, are, the agency I'm working for, demands that if because I'll be doing uh, uh, in place in in place from the 3D stuff, I'll be doing uh, uh, visualizing work for them. They demand that all visualizing work goes for them through them for two years, which is okay with me, I don't mind at all. But um, other agencies, uh, especially uh, English agencies, agencies in the UK, uh, demand that uh, every job you do goes, or get, goes through them. And this isn't a bad thing if you get huge amounts of work from that agency. Because uh, uh, if, um, if they can ensure that you have uh, 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 Good income through a year, then it's worth it. If they can't guarantee that, then there's really no sense in uh, uh, there's no sense in signing all your work over to them. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, watch the watch the contract. Uh, look at the contract carefully. Somebody dropped something. Yeah, the <laughs> magic eight ball. Oh, you <laughs> dropped your plug. Uh, <laughs> no wonder you have such bad luck. No, uh, yes. Yeah, 
pick it up before you bleed to death, man. Yeah, I, I <laughs> actually the Magic Eight Ball said the Candy Lab is most likely a good company, and trust me, this ball is always right, even especially when I don't need it to be right. And that's from somebody who says rabbit rabbit twice each at the beginning of each month. Yeah, it's good luck. <laughs> oh, actually. The first thing I said this month was, what the hell, unfortunately. Then you got sick, lost your podcast, uh, your mummy's computer crashed. Yeah. He's got a computer, got a computer from his mummy, folks. I mean, yeah, good what? lord. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> I had it worked for my computer. Uh, the only thing overheats, that's the problem. Anyways, we're off topic. Maybe uh, you got a hot mama. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was a, I was a, I was a late baby, so my mom's pretty old now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. At she least twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This is really off topic. This is really off topic. Okay. Okay. So where are we? Um. Er. The whole, the whole uh, crux of this whole thing was freelancing. Yeah, uh, you s before you said there were like five sections of freelancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. five, five sections of the uh, of the uh, of three uh, uh, D industry where it's possible to freelance in, except for films, which it seems that uh, most people, except for uh, a few, are sort of freelancing in a way anyhow because they're only taken on for the length of a production and then let go when. Uh, when the production is finished, like we said, the first uh, uh, area would be uh, uh, advertising, and that's uh, uh, that's the furry caterpillar area, <laughs> where uh, the guys making uh, uh, heaps and heaps of money and having a great time and uh, making inane stuff that sells that the public understands. Um, and the second area is the niche uh, area, which is. Uh, uh, chaps uh, uh, messing around with uh, uh, CAD and making it look great in 3D Max. Uh, and that's the V-Ray bathroom guys. They're also <laughs> driving around in Ferraris and Porsches and stuff like that. And then the third area would be uh, the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the soulless, perfect woman face uh, with the perfect bump map and the blurry background. So that's the movie area, this sort of uh, glamour, uh, glamorous area. And they're driving Ferraris as well. And then uh, the guy with uh, holes in his shoes and uh, odor readers that should have been changed in January. Uh, that's the uh, that's the uh, 3D geek area, the uh, sharp pointy stuff, which is uh, neither good for children, women, or amoebas. And that's what I do. And that's you go broke doing that, so don't do it. And uh, then there's one guy left over, and he's somewhere in a, a bunker in. Uh, in uh, uh, Tijuana, uh, hacking into uh, the mainframe of the Pentagon and sending uh, missiles to Cleveland, and that's the game guy. So that's the other area. But you have to uh, you have to be able to, to do miracles with one poly. So uh, it's a, a difficult area to be. In. Well, maybe not for long. With the new games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, did you did you notice that the three uh, the game guys can't get into movies? Why? Don't you know the reason why? No, why? They're scared to death. Movie, <laughs> movies are scared to death of uh, of uh, uh, 3D game guys. Really? How come? Well, uh, um, 
you can imagine, right? This this guy comes from the 3D industry, the 3D game industry, and he he goes uh, for, uh, he goes to work at a movie studio, and the first thing he does is uh, he goes to the TD and he says, "Well, uh, <coughs> how much? Uh, uh, wh what do you want?" And the TD guy says, "Well, you want to have a dragon." He says, "Okay, you want a dragon? How how much have I got to work with?" And the TD guy says, "Well, we can have a billion pollies." Now, the, the, the game guy faints, you know, because he says, <laughs> can't imagine a, a billion pollies. And then uh, comes to him and says, "Well, for a billion pollies, I can give you a dragon that shoots flames out of its armpits, uh, 250 rotor blades shooting out of its butt, and uh, some periscopes coming out of the nipples, and saliva, which is interactive." And not only that, but I do it with one hand behind my back. <laughs> You'll have it in 20 minutes. So all the people in the movie industry terrified of games people because uh, they're the ones who are, are making miracles happen with uh, absolutely no resolution at all. I mean, um, that's the reason why you game guys aren't ever going to get into the movie. Get into the movies. Whoa! Access violation. Whoa, what happened? Hello? Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm getting access violation here because I told the truth. Oh, you're not being censored. No, some, somebody has hacked into my... Uh... <laughs> oh, this is great. You're being hacked right now? Yeah, I've been hacked. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Who'd want to hack I think, you? I think Lee of CG Talk because I, I said something bad about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Lunatic or Roberto. Oh, Lunatic, he's he's much too nice a guy. And by the way, when we talked about uh, Roberto's amazing pod podcast, uh, can you hear those uh, warnings? Which warnings? No. Oh, man. Oh, there's that thing again. Hey, listen, I'm going to kill this program. I'll be back in a minute. All right. All right. <laughs> Don't, just talk amongst yourselves. Here we uh, go. Okay. <laughs> so, Simon, what's been, what have you been up to? I've been in bed all weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good moment to explain why this show is kind of late. Um, it's late because I was really, really, really sick for the past two weeks. And I couldn't do anything at all. So, but now I should be on schedule and have another interview planned up after. And I think uh, Chris is back. Who's that interview going to be with? What? Uh, Peter Draper. Rings a bell. He he's a 3D Max guy. He does. He has a cool site. Xenomorph. Oh yeah, yeah, been Yeah, show me. I think, or .com. Not really sure, but it has some awesome tutorials and things to learn. Okay, I'm calling yeah. Chris now. So wow, well, silence is bad on radio. Also, I plan. Yeah, but to edit it out, it's kind of lazy. And I have other things to do after. Let's do some homework after. Oh. Uh, no, no, it's... 
No, but oh man, I really don't want to edit out, and this is going to be very boring. Tell a funny story. Um, <laughs> I could tell well, a I joke. I talk about freelance if you want. All right, sure. I think it's um good to always get on like a really good side when you're doing your first job. Do your first job. If you know there's going to be more work afterwards, do it really cheap and really quick. Because I did. Well, do it well. Because this weekend I did a really fast job, and then the client said that he's actually going to put all his work through me that from now on. Mm-hmm. And actually basically fire his other freelance guys because I charged, you know, half as much. Even though I'm gonna end up charging like twice that on the next job. Wow. I'm actually charging three times that much on the next job already, but it's a good idea to start low and gain trust. So uh, I don't even work with a contract anymore with him. How much do you get paid? Now if it's not too personal. What hourly rate? Yeah. Um, if it's something simple, I'm just working like fifteen pounds an hour. So that's thirty US dollars. But I I wasn't working. Did two hours work that night and charged yeah, I don't know twenty. I'm just charged, but it was about fifty pounds an hour for some like hyper complex modeling and mapping. So does that mean you can buy the Porsche yet? Uh, I can buy a new processor actually. Should I buy any? And then you complete a brand new rig at the end of the summer, hopefully. Oh, cool. Um, what's the most you've ever made from a job? Um, no, the best. This this is funny because this wasn't even for a job. I did a job really well, and the client was like, "Yeah, great." And I said, "Oh, there's another four hundred pounds you owe me. Could you just uh, send it over?" And he goes, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, you don't really need to do any rush. He goes, oh no, go check your bank. Went downtown, checked my bank, and he paid in £1,600 <laughs> as, as a bonus. A, a pot like, above what I'd already paid, something like US dollars at the time. Wow. As a bonus. What? And my work was absolutely awful. <laughs> hey, hold on. Uh, the, I, I lost a connection for, for like five minutes to the other computer, and that scared me, so I'm going to save it really quick. <laughs> Just in case, oh, I, no. to re-record this again would be horrible. Hold on, not, not that you guys are horrible, but you know it's the fact of losing so much work. Anyways, let me just save it really quick. Oh, okay, so we're back. I'm going to have to merge these two files after, but it's better be safe than sorry. Does that mean you can edit out the like the dodgy bit at the end? Uh, no. I would have. Now would be even harder to edit. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, I hope you guys don't mind. No, and it's a bit weird. Is Chris in this call? No, he. I guess somebody actually really hacked him. Because <laughs> he's gone still. I hope nothing bad happened. It's probably God. She dropped the magic eight ball. Uh, ah, that's what he gets for making fun of the magic eight ball. <laughs> I'm seriously thinking that this magic eight ball is just possessed. Every time I ask something, it gives me. The answer I don't want always comes true. Anyways, we're <coughs> we're going away from we're getting off topic. And since we're off topic, I'm gonna start. I wanna start a new podcast. It's called the Confess Cast. Uh, hopefully, try and record it tonight. You can check it out www.confesscast.com. And the objective is that people submit their confessions, it'll be anonymous. I tried to get a submit page, but right now you can submit through email 
And uh, what I want people to do is submit like an audio clip, their confessions. If you say your name in the audio clip, obviously it's going to get played, but if you don't, you remain anonymous and you give your confession, you know, get something off your chest. But tonight I'll, I'll try and record it. It'd be fun, interesting. So what do you think about that, Simon? Has anyone actually submitted yet? Er, uh, no. <laughs> is that, is that, right now the submission thing is by email. And just I think that scares a, people. A simple PHP text file, like, the chat room. Do it like, you could just use part of that. Yeah, I'm gonna ask my the awesome Ruben, who's an awesome guy, see if he could do it. He could do it in like five seconds, but we could catch him when he's free. Yeah. But yeah, but I have a few confessions, like twenty something. And I'll record. I'll read them and record them, and hopefully this thing will catch on. And I'll have Google AdSense, and I'll be rich and famous, and I'll be driving the Porsche. <laughs> Living in California, quitting CG, throwing away CG cast, Living La Vida Loca. Of course, none of that will ever, ever happen. I don't know. I wouldn't, you know, say something will never happen. It will. I have special luck. <laughs> <laughs> Really special luck. What I don't want to happen happens. What I want ha to happen doesn't happen. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't think Chris is coming back, so maybe we can end the show. It's kind of too bad because the first show we recorded was going pretty good. But the computer crashed. I lost everything. And He'll probably be back. He'll, he'll email. He's got your email, hasn't he? Yeah, I have him on Skype, or he'll probably send me a message on CG Talk. But it's weird that so much is conspiring against <laughs> this episode from being released. Six, how, how many things now? Okay. You lost your first connection. Got sick for two weeks. I, I, got, I got taken down by some horrible illness. Helicopter almost crashed into my house. Your plug's not working. <laughs> yeah, the plug's not working at all, I think. Ah, and his... Going crazy. Chris's mic wasn't working at the beginning. That's... that's <laughs> Wow. Well, I don't know, it's... Well... Let me stop it, and let me save it. You pick it up later. Uh, just... That, that's the end of... We have like 20-something minutes. No, we have 30-something minutes, so it's pretty good. Maybe we can do another show with Chris in the future. I can continue. Alright, so people, if you have questions, comments, criticism, send it to info at cgcast.com. Also, if, you're look, if you want to find a, a freelance job, go to outsourcer.com. It's outs.sourcer.com or yeah, what? Like a horizontal dash. Minus, I guess. Alright. Alright, so that's it for today, April 2nd. We wanted to do an April's full joke, but that was also not going to happen because we got sick. <laughs> that's Europe. That's Europe for you.
Alright, so peace out, everybody. Bye. Kind of anticlimactic ending, but yeah, whatever. That's better. Okay, Chris is back. <laughs> this is the alternative ending. Apparently, somebody tried to hack Chris. So we can continue. We'll have two endings. How about that? Uh, really, yeah. just, just delete the first one. Nah, I can keep it for fun. Just mindless plugging. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Simon acting very sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get to hear that part, right? Yep, we were just sad. Chris, Chris, where did Chris go? He just left us all alone. Oh, God is with us. God is with us. <laughs> <laughs> He's left. Okay. Well, it, uh, it, it's been uh, very nice uh, talking to you, uh, chap. Talking at you, chaps. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've had a very exciting uh, session. Uh, Simon had uh, helicopters in his front garden, and uh, 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 Ollie's mum's computer uh, blew itself up, so couldn't ask for any more than that, could you? Nope. It's pretty. Actually, you're the most exciting podcast ever. You're the most. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, that's. Right. I, it's pretty cool, actually, because somebody tried to hack you. Yeah. My computer overheated, and Simon almost got hit by a helicopter. So yeah. for w world security, uh, Ollie, you know that you have to say rabbit, rabbit at the beginning of each month instead of what the hell? Yeah, exactly. It's really weird when somebody wakes you up in the early in the morning and says, Oh, I thought I saw lights in your room. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. You have lights, most uh, weird lights in your room all the time, eh? because you're a computer boy. So. Yeah, but I had it off. Like My mom opens and wakes me up like really early in the morning and I'm like what the hell and so, I thought you had lights in your room technology is taking over yeah but there was no lights but I think my mom was on something she was, well she like like we know with her computer uh, uh, she's uh, she's a hot mama eh? no right. keeps overheating so <laughs> well that's it, or is there anything else you'd like to add about freelancing? Um, getting uh, clients to pay up. Oh, yeah. Getting clients to pay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really nice one. Um, like like we said in the last uh, uh, the last uh, recording, which uh, which which blew up. Um, there seems to be it seems to be a change in uh, uh, policy. Uh, with uh, business seems to be uh, more okay, or there seems to be more s the smaller businesses that find it okay not to pay uh, uh, freelancers, pay them late, or uh, uh, not to pay them at all. And uh, I feel uh, the only way uh, uh, out of this is uh, to set the game, uh, the rules for gameplay uh, uh, right at the beginning, which can be extremely uh, uh, difficult if you're um, if you're desperate for work. So uh, uh, one of the nice things about uh, uh, the agency is that you have um, a steady base or a steady uh, base for as steady an income as you can have uh, if you're a freelancer. And then you can uh, afford uh, to hear a no from uh, a new clients. If you, um, I've, uh, like I said uh, to Ollie, I've been working for uh, uh, about 18 years as a freelancer so, and I've never ever worked with a contract. The only time that I didn't get paid was when uh, an ad agency uh, went bust and they couldn't do anything about that. So that's the sort of thing that can, can happen. But uh, uh, lately there's uh, been a trend uh, whereby uh, most freelancers uh, won't work without a contract. And 
I'm also not going to do any more three, uh, 3D uh, freelance work without a contract. And uh, what I, uh, one of the guys on uh, CG Talk, uh, Daddy Mac, uh, what he does is uh, uh, he does a sketch phase. And once the sketch phase has uh, uh, been okayed, then uh, he asks for uh, 30% uh, advance. So he gives the company a little something, and and then they uh, uh, in, then they also invest in the job. And I, I think that's absolutely the only way to uh, ensure that you get paid is that you get actually paid uh, beforehand. And uh, delivering your files at the end of the uh, at the end of the job um, is uh, uh, is uh, also a good way to ensure that you you're paid before those files are delivered. Um, it's it, it it can come over quite uh, unfriendly to uh, new clients, but uh, I think if you explain that uh, uh, you're trying to get a relationship uh, uh, going and that uh, and that uh, uh, you do this with uh, everybody in the beginning, that um, it'll it'll come over probably less hard. But you have to uh, be in a position whereby you can uh, afford to hear uh, no. Uh, often, I think if uh, people won't use a contract. Or uh, won't uh, uh, pay in advance, and there's a good possibility that they didn't intend to pay you from the beginning. I just uh, did a job for some people in the uh, eastern part of Holland, and uh, uh, they stiffed me for the uh, uh, for, for for that job, and uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I thought to myself, uh, well, I'm going to make sure that I have a, a more steady income, and that uh, at the beginning of uh, uh, any jobs with new clients, uh, old clients that you know, it's it's okay, it's no problem, because those people treat you well because they value your work and uh, they're more interested in building up a working relationship. But new clients are always a little bit iffy. It's kind of, so, huh? Kind of sucks that people try to stiff you for work. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't I don't really understand why this has become uh, uh, this has become uh, more more prevalent. Uh, it never used to be like that. It used to be that uh, uh, the people were. Uh, it takes really takes time to build up a relationship. It takes time for you to learn to speak the language of the client, and uh, it takes. Uh, uh, I I uh, um, really the ideal situation is that the client calls you up and he says, "Hey Bob, make me a caterpillar." Uh, and uh, you say okay, and, but you know exactly what color caterpillar he wants. And you know how many legs that he needs. You you know what he's going to use it for. He only has to uh, explain half of it, and because you've learned to speak his language, you've learned his requirements, and that's uh, uh, economically very efficient and very interesting for freelancers and for uh, companies because they there's uh, less chance that something will go wrong, and this seemed to be uh, the most important thing. Uh, in relationships in the past, but I think maybe because uh, uh, because t of technology and because things travel a lot faster, there are a lot more uh, fly-by-night uh, uh, organizations, and these people I think uh, are also living on the fact that they uh, they just get out of paying their bills, and if you're stuck with that, then it can be quite nasty. Wow. Especially if you're uh, if you're counting on uh, this job or that job to to pay the rent uh, for next month. But as you said before in the other blown up show, um, yeah, <laughs> it's good to have a show. it's good to have like a side job just in case when you're starting out, like working at a McDonald's or a taxi or whatever. Yeah, I think uh, uh, all right. That that probably be frowned upon. And for me, it's uh, uh, like I said, uh, I've been. 
asked to do visualizing in, uh, uh, for an agency in Amsterdam. And visualizing has uh, very, very little to do with 3D, except, of course, that your drawing uh, capacity uh, uh, will improve. But uh, uh, it's, for me, a, uh, uh, will be a, s a steadier source of income. Um, and that will enable me then to uh, uh, to afford uh, to hear no from uh, prospective per clients, which is actually the the ideal situation. So uh, uh, a steady something that will pay the rent is uh, is probably extremely important. Because uh, it costs you a lot of money to uh, to be a freelancer. You have to uh, pay for absolutely everything. Nothing is paid for you. So uh, that's also a way. Uh, a way that you can strengthen your position in the market. Um, how how important is a good demo reel in a website? And also, what's more important, a demo reel or a website? I think my site answers that because my site's terrible and I don't even have my demo reel on there. And yet, I I got what three job offers today. So I think it's just the quality of your work, just anything, just pictures, and being on forums and people knowing you. Because the people like see your posting for work and then click on your thread threads and have a look through what you're doing and what people are saying about your work and how you're fixing it, then it's it's a lot better way to show off your work than just a cold, bland website of finished pictures. Fair enough, but <clears throat> you have a demo reel, right, Chris? I've done uh, a couple of uh, a couple of little uh, uh, demos and uh, I put them on my website, but uh, it's not. Uh, it's not really a show reel. I think uh, uh, what Simon says is, uh, uh, is true, um, except uh, there are some companies uh, that won't uh, view, uh, refuse to view a website. They, they want uh, uh, a show reel. And I guess uh, you could break a, a 3D work up into different areas, and one of those would be animation. And there are uh, companies that uh, won't consider you for animation. Uh, from a website, they want to see a, a demo reel. So, if you're after that sort of work, then I think a demo reel would be uh, uh, the ideal way to go. Okay, so you don't have to invest too much in a website. I think uh, websites are, are absolutely amazing. I mean, uh, <coughs> I come from a, a time when we used to have to lug our folio around. You know, <laughs> some guy would call you up, and then you'd have this folio, man. I mean, be 550 square meters. Uh, 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 of leather, and uh, uh, you'd haul that all the way up there, and then open it up, and uh, uh, that those days are gone. People call you up and say, uh, "Well, let's uh, uh, let's see you you work," and you send them a link, and they're really happy to uh, uh, to see you work on a website. Websites are absolutely amazing. I mean, uh, you get all these uh, people who say, oh, "I'm worried they'll steal my stuff." Well, who gives a damn, you know? <laughs> Uh, websites save an enormous amount of time, and it's incredibly uh, uh, it's incredibly convenient for uh, companies to view your work remotely, and also you have the opportunity, which you didn't really have before, uh, to work internationally. I mean, uh, whole jobs can uh, uh, can be done digitally, where where you never even meet uh, the other person, uh, and that's that's all possible through the web. Um, <clears throat> so I think uh, uh, websites are, are really amazing, but there are some companies that uh, refuse to uh, go to a website, mm. and they do want a demo reel. And if you're after that kind of work, then you'd have to make one. So it's best to have both, right? Yep. 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 Actually, yep. speaking about the old folios, I have to yep. I have to carry one for school, and it's pretty cool. 
it can be cool at times like when you're showing a friend something on the train and you see everybody's looking in your direction seeing your work it's kind of a cool feeling yeah well yeah, uh, PC. <laughs> I, I have a pocket PC but when people see they immediately think geek or something but with a portfolio I think artist <laughs> or something like that it gets damaged too easily no, uh, actually, mine has been through the. Mine is like a. It's a bit bigger than A3, and it's made out of cardboard. And I stuck some artwork on it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's gone through the rain, through the snow, and it's still okay. No, just have to take. <laughs> just have to take care of it. Well, there'll probably be situations where uh, <coughs> where uh, a lot of analog uh, uh, portfolio would. Uh, 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 would be important. I don't know, probably for publishers or something like that. But um, uh, for just just for for sheer convenience, uh, uh, at the moment, uh, absolutely nothing beats the web. I remember turning up to uh, uh, to to a customer once, uh, and I had this uh, A A zero. You know that format? It's bloody enormous. And uh, uh, I turned up there with this. Um, I don't know. I must have had some sort of short circuit in my brain or something because I had this this enormous portfolio, and in this portfolio was a floppy. <laughs> it was amazing. So I opened this portfolio, I pulled this floppy out, and I felt, you know, I felt like somebody who had uh, uh, diminished genitalia. I felt it was really weird. It was the first time I'd ever delivered digitally uh, to a to a, a company, and they found it really normal. And the guy stuck the the floppy into the uh, computer, and this artwork whoop, flipped up on the on the twin screens and <laughs> they were really happy with it, but um, this nothing beats uh, uh, nothing beats the convenience of uh, of a digital uh, uh, presentation. Oh yeah, I love at the moment. I love digital because me, I can do my work at home for school, um, upload it to my FTP, go to school computers, go to my website, it's folder, school folder, and then just print them out at school for free, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's digital not. looks a problem though, isn't it? Though? What? Because like if a client's like, oh, I, I need to see something. Uh, this happened to me once or twice. I've shown a client someone something, and then they've just not emailed me back because they've just obviously thought, oh, well, that's good enough. Even though it's watermarked, they just obviously took it and just used it. And probably cleaned off the watermarks. But it would be very if it's for print, it would be very low resolution. You shouldn't give them something really high res. Well, I don't. They they obviously are happy with stealing something low res. And people can just disappear on the internet. It's also no problem. Even if you have their name and their address, you can't get them to touch them. Especially if you if you've had face-to-face -face contact, someone won't just stop if you're actually going into a place and seeing them. They won't. They can't get away from that really. Whereas they can just ignore emails and block you. Yeah, but Simon, Simon, uh, uh, there, there is a way around that. I mean. Uh, um, uh, there's one there's one chap on the uh, CG talk. He, he says he does a lot of architectural work for uh, for other countries, um, so he works internationally. And he says until until that uh, uh, until that um, uh, amount of money arrives on my bank account, I don't touch a key. Hmm. Do you understand what I mean? So this, uh, yeah. What Daddy Mac does is he makes uh, he makes concept sketches. He gets the direction of the job. Get he gets that established, and then he asks for a. Uh, uh, for a um, what do you call it? A, a initial deposit in a way. Yeah? Yeah. So that's the way. To, that's the way to get out of it. You have to. You have to have something in your hand. And if you have that money on your bank account, then uh, uh, then it's 
it's an insurance, and you can work up till that amount, and then ask for the next uh, installment. I'm going to start but, working installments, I think, because I, I work at 50% up front, and then yeah. just the rest on completion, but I mm -hmm. find that's it's a bit edgy like that, so I might do it in quarters or something. Yeah. Sounds like a better idea. Well, uh, when uh, Daddy Mac gets uh, um, gets uh, uh, strange reactions from new clients, he he says, uh, "Well, my children also have to eat, you know," and that's the way he explains it. And I think that's kind of reasonable. And uh, I think the more uh, 3D people and freelancers use this technique, the more industry will learn that it's an acceptable way to work. It's only that we're sort of at the beginning of a, a, a new way of working. And uh, like I said, uh, uh, if you don't, if you don't really, uh, aren't really desperate for that work, then you're, uh, then you're in a stronger position, and then you can afford to uh, uh, dictate is a bit of a strong uh, uh, word, but you can afford to, to, uh, yeah, uh, ask for these terms. Silence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking about the what you were saying, cause um, it's good to get the initial payment, it's true. But I don't think a lot of what if the the company doesn't want to give you that initial payment? No, then you uh, uh, then you have your uh, your other source of stable income, whereby you can afford to uh, miss that uh, miss that job. Oh. Being desperate as a freelancer is absolutely the worst. You, you ask any salesman, you ask anybody, if you're, if you're desperate for work, then people smell it from a hundred miles away. And uh, uh, that's absolutely the worst way to, uh, uh, to do business. If you're absolutely desperate to, uh, uh, to get a job, then, uh, uh, then, uh, then anything can be done with you, and that's, that's not where you want to be. That also applies for women. That's exactly right. They smell panic from miles away. Also, <laughs> <laughs> my dad always used to say, "You got a, you've got one, one lady, then you got a hundred. If you've got nothing, then you got nothing for a whole year." <laughs> <laughs> they smell the desperation. It sucks. Yeah, but business is 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 kind of like that as well. You know, I mean, selling stuff is is like that as well. Uh, you don't want to be uh, in a position where you absolutely have to have it. You want to be in a position whereby uh, um, uh, also words you shouldn't really if you're if you're uh, um, uh, if you've been in the business for a while or have been in the game for a while words you don't want to hear are uh, a tryout huh. or uh, spec uh, and if you can help it uh, never work for free because uh, that's uh, that's also nasty business unless it's with a real like you proper client, like someone who tracks. So if it's, the other night I was working for free for four hours because I just forgot to quote my client, but because it was someone I trusted, I just came to him at the end and went, oh yeah, I want £50 for this by the way. And he was like, yeah, sure. But, were you talking yeah. about making a quote or are you talking about uh, uh, actually... Uh, um, well, like physically uh, working for free. Like, so you work doing entire projects for free. What about collaboration work for fun? Probably well, not. Well, there's a, there's a huge difference. Your uh, uh, your collaboration work for fun is that you you have uh, something to say about the briefing. Um, the worst thing about uh, uh, about free work is uh, that uh, uh, you'll get a briefing, and it 
a briefing is not necessarily the kind of thing you would make if you would make something in your own time. Something you make in your own time, uh, you can put on your website, and you can use in your portfolio. But uh, uh, often, the people who want you to make stuff for, for, for nothing uh, give you also a briefing, which is restrictions. And so it's something you mostly wouldn't make if you, uh, if you had free choice. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably never will. Um, and uh, uh, these people are enormously uh, good at, uh, uh, at making things sound fantastic. This will be a great opportunity for you. And if you make the stuff, and I've done it before, I've, I did an animation for free. And uh, yes, it's good uh, publicity for you. And I never, ever got anything out of it. In fact, uh, uh, I lost a client. <laughs> because if you do something for free, then uh, that respect uh, uh, aspect uh, disappears. Ah, uh, so free is bad. Uh, free is bad, except for, for when you do it with your mates and uh, uh, and you're doing it together, and you're also putting in an even time. That's uh, like you do your website for free, and you do all your self promotion for free. That's the kind of stuff which you should do for free. Yeah, because I w I wanted to do like a a collaboration project. Maybe start one on CG Talk. See how that works out for fun. <laughs> Nobody would be making any money whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Just to make a little short to see for fun. That'd be a really nice experience. But then again, you see, uh, you'd put it on the uh, CG talk, and uh, uh, you would say, uh, uh, Bob did the modeling, Pete did the environments, uh, I did the animation, and uh, Joe did the sound. So everybody's getting uh, uh, everybody's getting uh, uh, their name put out there. Uh, that's totally different to uh, to people who. Who, who want to make an impression in industry and tell you they have a lot of important contacts but they just need a visual or they need uh, uh, an animation or they, they have this great, th great uh, uh, tendency to call uh, uh, a 3D animatable model which is fully rigged to call it an avatar you know huh. uh, just make a, you, you can make an avatar in 10 minutes you know make it for me because we we have this uh, incredibly important presentation by so and so, and those people you'll give work to and never hear from again. This so it's different. It. It's different to a collaboration project, like the sort of thing which you're talking about, which can be really nice experience. It's like a, but the only thing is time for those projects. It's like something you do during the summer when you have. Uh, also, there's no vacations when you're an adult. <laughs> But you, you, you can't get any animation work if you haven't done any animation. Uh, you can't get any film work unless you've done your own uh, demos. You, so you have to start somewhere, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Start for free. Yeah. I mean, start for and you do something for yourself before you do it for other people. Yeah, which is basically what you do. I mean, it's also the, the, the strange... Uh, uh, I don't know if that part got blown up in, in Mum's computer too, but... Um, it's quite usual for a business uh, uh, to uh, to ask to see uh, exactly uh, uh, that work which they want from you, uh, that to to see that you've done that before. I mean, it, it's even so bad sometimes that people say, "Yes, we need a bouncing ball that bounces over a glass." They say, "Well, here I got a bouncing cube that bounces over a bucket." And they say, "Well, it's not a glass, is it?" You know, what I mean. Uh, so all the stuff which you're making and uh, investing all your time in. Is uh, uh, it's really to demonstrate? I mean, they're not going to give you anything if they can't have it. If they have, if they can't see that you've done it already. Well, fair. Well, it's kind of weird.
Yeah, I got a job the other day, um, and people want they wanted a picture of a logo made out of skin, and they said they searched the whole of CG Talk and found my threads where I'd been um, playing with different types of skin, and said just because I can create this type of skin, they're going to give me the job. It was it was strange, but you know, I got the job, so I'm really playing. Oh, Sounds kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a logo from human skin. That's kinky. <laughs> it's a bit macabre, too. This was a gangster film or something, I think. Isn't this a great industry? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's indeed uh, what, what Simon says is, is absolutely a perfect example. I mean, th these guys weren't looking for skin. They were looking for a particular type of skin. You know, I mean, that's how crazy it can get. Yeah, well... Well... I think that's about it. We have like 40 minutes or probably a bit more, maybe one hour of recorded stuff. Not if you cut out all the crap. Well, I'm probably not going to because I don't have time. Oh no! So there's going to be... No, as I, as I have to do some homework after at night, I have a documentary to do for cinema class and I'm going to go with my, f my camera, photo camera on take pictures one by one going through the entire city and it's long exposure so it takes forever and that's going to take me a few hours to do and then I'm going to have to go back in Premiere and make it all into one video file so you can imagine that so I really have no time for editing oh. well we'll be cheering for you alright thanks with your shutter open in the middle of the night I hope it doesn't rain tonight that's the only problem mugged ah this is <laughs> The eternal optimist, Simon, mugged. This is, this is Switzerland. You have to be very special to get mugged here. Even with a mug me sign, you're not going to get mugged. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Available for mugging. Yeah. Ah, do you have, do you have a site you want to plug, uh, Chris, your site? Oh, my site is uh, www.art. <coughs> Sorry. Minus works w e r x, because uh, works that spelt the normal way has already been registered. Dot com. I'll put it in the show notes. All right, thanks, man. No problem. So it's been a blast, Ollie. Yeah, it's been great talk great talking to you too. And since Simon left his plugs alone, we've had fantastic uh, uh, sound <laughs> quality. Yes, yes. No more exploding computers. Also. All right. <laughs> Alright, maybe you can come on another time just for fun because you seem like a cool guy. I'm as, cra I'm as, I'm as crazy as a cut snake, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you want, a, if you want a, a, a podcast ruined, call me anytime. Alright, maybe <laughs> maybe next week. Can okay. What? I said okay. Okay, <laughs> okay you said <laughs> Alright, so I think that's Was about Simon swearing? Simon swearing? Was Simon swearing? No. And I didn't hear it? Simon, stop saying <laughs> I didn't say anything. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> typically What? What? Anyways, so I think that's about it. Say bye-bye, everybody. All right. Hey, it's been really great talking to you guys. And I'll catch you in the mix. All right. Peace out. Catch you later, man. Peace out. <laughs>